Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, January 21st, 2020. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, last night yes. over at the Gershwin Theater, we had uh, a little bit of, of history. I'm not sure how you would classify this other than um, it is the fact that Alexandra Billings joined the company yeah. of the Wicked uh, the Wicked. St- the Wicked. The Broadway and The Wicked as yeah. Madame Morrible. Obviously, Alexandra Billings has been on Broadway uh, before. And, yeah. and she's not the first uh, trans woman to be on Broadway. But I feel like stepping into a show that doesn't really have anything to do Huge with... role. Yeah a, yeah, a big role in a show that doesn't have anything to do with the character being trans. Like, I feel like this is right. might not be historic. I'm not, I'm not saying that it's not. I just can't remember. But um, even if it's not... To be in Wicked is Pretty big. amazing. Pretty huge. I mean, it's historic in the sense that, as you said, there's not really anything in the show that has to do with being trans. Uh, and that's kind of how we should be casting. <laughs> there's always, especially when there's an outcry in films of, well, there's no point to put a gay character here because uh, this isn't a really a gay role or a gay storyline. It's like, you know, people can exist just being queer. <laughs> there isn't like a, there doesn't need to be a musical number every time a <laughs> queer person appears on the screen. So, you know, just cast, just cast. <laughs> it's not going to hurt you. Yeah. It's uh, a very big deal over at the Gershwin and very happy Huge. for her. Um, the one thing I wasn't, one thing that I thought found was interesting, she is a professor. Um, she teaches out in California, I know. Um, but yeah. apparently this is an open-ended run, so I don't know if she's taking a sabbatical to be on Broadway. Uh, I'm not sure, but either way, very happy for her. <laughs> it's a, a very good excuse to go yes. on sabbatical from yes. teaching. Yes, it is. To uh, get to say all of the goofy words that Madame Morrible says. So Love it. Either way, congratulations to her and to the cast and company of Wicked. Um, another group of people we would like to congratulate is all of our Patreon people. We love you. Uh, thank you so yes. much. Um, we uh, enjoy having you a part of the team. So if you want to come over and join the dark side, you can head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash Patreon. Enjoying the fun over there. As we said, we've got a lot of fun things cooking up, especially as we get into award season. I'm starting to book guests for the new season, the new slate of episodes for Tell Me More. We took off the fall because of my football Ooh, com- uh, nice. commitments. I've already starting to book folks yeah, for the spring. that's almost over. It is, it, it is over for college football. So, oh, see, there you go. Yeah, and uh, booked my first guest uh, for Tell Me More's spring season t- on, on Monday. Um, it will be, in my opinion, the 2021 Tony winner for Best Actress in a Musical. <gasps> Interesting. Yes. That's exciting. Yes. Um, that person, uh, that, that that actress, will also have a four-show residency at the Green Room 42 coming up in February, if you nice. want to connect the dots and see who that is. Yeah. Uh, very but, cool. But once upon a time, she was on Broadway. She was uh, back on Broadway again. Um, so we, that will be, I don't know when that episode will air, uh, <laughs> probably soon. Um, since that February residency, but we will release those episodes. The reason I'm talking about this with Patreon is we will release those episodes first to our Patreon listeners uh, before they come into this regular feed. Do you feel a light or a lift off your shoulders now that football's done? Yes. 
Yeah, it's, it's a, a lot. lot. I it's a lot. I published. It's a lot. You're a busy, busy man. Yeah, I published. Um, let's see. I'm gonna do this real quick. I don't have this up, but let's see. From August through December, which is the beginning of fall football camp, through Ohio State played their last game on December 27th. I published. Let's see. Just me personally, I wrote mm. uh, 282 articles. Uh, my God. Yeah. So uh, I don't think I've written that many anything in my career. <laughs> yeah, and then I and then I edited um, our site, published nine hundred and eleven articles during that season, and I edited almost all of them, uh, other than the ones I wrote. So if you haven't joined the Patreon, please do <laughs> to feed Matt. <laughs> yes. Well, or to make it so I don't have to do feed and support Matt. Yeah, so you. he doesn't die of exhaustion. Yeah, it's uh, it's close. It's close. But <laughs> all right, Ashley, we have a short show today because obviously Monday was Martin Luther King holiday. Um, obviously, uh, we appreciate everybody who went out and did a day of service in honor of the the memory of Martin Luther King. But that means there was not a lot going on in the theater world. Our grosses were delayed because of the holiday. So we don't have a ton. But what we do have is a fairly interesting slate of reviews for the off-Broadway opening of the new musical Emoji Land. The show is uh, written by Keith Harrison and Laura Sheen and is directed by Thomas Caruso and is currently playing the Duke on 42nd through March 8th. Who knows if there will be an extension or not. The cast is a veritable who's who featuring Georgia Budd, Felicia Boswell, Anne Harada, Josh Lehman, Leslie Margarita, Lucas Steele, Natalie Weiss, Max Crum, and many, many more. Uh, Tanisha Moore. It's uh, a... I cannot get over how good that cast is. Yeah, and apparently, at least for the New York Times, that cast worked. Because Laura Collins-Hughes gave the show, or made the show, a critic's pick. Believe that or not, Emoji Land, New York Jeez. Times, critics pick. What a world we live in. She wrote, quote, <laughs> Emoji Land, the delectably silly smart confection that opened on Sunday night at the Duke on 42nd Street, might just be the thing, the kind of sheer fun that sends you back into the world feeling a little more upbeat. Set inside a smartphone. Yes, I know. Stay with me. Keith Harrison and Laura Sheen's <laughs> Emoji Land is part rom-com, part battle for the soul of a society whose every inhabitant is an emoji. This is a tonic of a musical, big-hearted and comforting. In Emoji Land, even world-threatening mistakes can sometimes be repaired by the very people who made them. And if you sense an allegory there, it might just cheer you up. Raven Snook, writing for Time Out New York, gave the show three out of five stars, writing, quote, With 16 musical numbers, dozens of characters, three main plot lines, parenthetically, including a heavy-handed political one about building a firewall and a running time well over two hours, Emoji Land is a case of more is way too much, especially since the cyber silliness isn't that well-scripted. Thankfully, its good old-fashioned analog performances prevent the show from crashing. Lots of good uh, computer uh, uh, jokes uh, in that one, but yeah, she thinks, James will love it. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, my Broadway Road colleague Michael Dale wrote, "Quote: Though the satirical aspect of the plot has potential, Emoji Land is just too blandly written to sustain itself through the to, through its two hours plus running time. But the cast jumps in with gusto, and thanks to Vanessa Luke's makeup design and Bobby Zlotnick's hair and wig designs everyone nicely resembles their virtual alter egos from the neck up luke smart cartoon costumes 
take care of the rest. So it seems like performances are good, maybe a little bit too long, but if you can get into the silliness like Laura Collins Hughes says, you might just leave both cheered up and more upbeat. So I, all of the issues aside, obviously there are some issues with the show, apparently from some of these critics, but there are still better reviews than I would have expected if you would have told me Emoji Land is coming to (laughs) Off-Broadway. Just the name alone, yeah. I mean, look, a a tonic of a musical, as Collins Hughes said, sounds like a good thing to me. Uh, We've had a lot. I mean, kind of the age of musicals right now is that even the comedies are a little depressing. (laughs) So maybe something that's just silly and is unabashedly silly is a good thing. As I said, the cast is so good, it's worth seeing alone, though we've certainly had terrible musicals with amazing casts. I'll let you uh, fill in blanks. (laughs) So I guess your mileage may vary, but it sounds silly and... A little bit of silliness, not necessarily a bad thing. Or a lot of silliness, not necessarily a bad thing. You can look at SpongeBob for that. Yeah, absolutely. And and there's definitely, it seems like from some of the plot lines that are described in the uh, in the reviews, there's definitely, and like Laura Collins, you says, there's some analogies to our current world and, and, and societal predicament. But um, I think that'll make you think a little bit too. And yeah, that's generally sure. like why how I like to have... My analogy, my uh, allegories is with a little bit of silliness sure. because yeah. the world again like SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah, the world's dark enough. We don't need everything to be hitting us over the head. But yeah. anyway, For I'm sure. very excited. This one is on my list of things to potentially see when I come up next month. Yeah. We'll see uh, if I, I make it, it over there. I added it to my list last night, and I was not necessarily <laughs> expecting to do that. Exactly. Calling out some press requests <laughs> or buying tickets, whatever. Yeah. Thought that was going to be one that passed, but now I'm very, very curious, I will say. All right. So, Ashley, one thing that should make all of our listeners very curious is our friends over at ExpressVPN. Uh, They are, again, sponsoring this week's episode. If you have the need to hide your location online, ExpressVPN is the place to do it. What they do is, is wherever you are in the world, they allow you to set where the internet sees you are coming from. That means if you are in the U.S. and want to watch a British version of a TV show on Netflix, they can help you do that. Or if you are one of our many international listeners and you are coming into New York to see some Broadway shows, you can still watch everything that you can watch at home from the comfort of your hotel room. But... They do much more than that. ExpressVPN protects your privacy and security online. But in addition, the real reason ExpressVPN is so much better than any of their competition is its speed. They are ridiculously fast. There's never any buffering or lagging, and you can stream everything in HD. ExpressVPN is a much better option than anything else you can find there, um, whether that's other VPN uh, providers trying to go through the sc- the scammy stuff that has like 27 different pop-up ads that you find online uh, on the dark web or anything else. And you can watch on your computer, on your phone, on your tablet, on your smartphone, video game systems, anywhere that you watch streaming video. And if you visit our special link right now, expressvpn.com slash Broadway, you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN service for free. Support our show Watch what you want and protect yourself at ExpressVPN. 
dot com slash Broadway. Uh, and that actually fits in perfectly, Ashley, with what Ooh. we're going to talk about next, because we're going to talk about the Yeah, we're going to talk about the Screen Actors Guild Awards. And there's so yes. much TV that it's very hard for TV and movies to so keep true. up that if so you are true. a traveler, if you're a traveler, having ExpressVPN will let you watch all of these great performances wherever you are in the world. We talked about it a little bit on the episode yesterday because we were right in the middle of the uh, broadcast on TNT and TBS while we were recording, but unsurprisingly, there were a number of theater folks who won awards last night. Some of them, I'm going to run through a lot of the winners here, but some of the ones uh, include Tony Shalhoub for Male Actor in a Comedy Series, which I mentioned yesterday, Phoebe Waller-Bridge for Female Actor in a Comedy Series, which I mentioned yesterday, and both Michelle Williams and Sam Rockwell won for their roles in Fosse Verdon. Some other folks, I'll run through these folks, whether they are uh, theater-related or not for some of the big awards, but Outstanding Performance by a Male Actor in a Leading Role was Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. Ashley, you saw Joker I did. on Monday. Yeah. Thought, thoughts real quick? Uh, it was better than I expected, and there's no way that three Wall Street boys know all the lyrics to Send Them the Clowns. Gotcha. Okay. That's all I got. We'll leave that one there. <laughs> uh, outstanding performance by a female actor in a leading role in a film, which is Renee Zellweger for Judy Theater Connection. There, um, Brad Pitt won for supporting uh, male actor in a role in a movie role for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Meh. Um, Laura Dern, as I mentioned yesterday, won for Marriage Story. Um, outstanding performance by a cast in a motion picture. The one, the one movie that I most want to see from this year that I have not yet. Yeah. Parasite. Correct. Um, so I need to see that so one. Happy. You do. Uh, um, outstanding performance by a male actor in a drama series went to Peter Dinklage, recently seen off Broadway in Cyrano. Uh, Jennifer Aniston won outstanding performance by a female actor in a drama series for The Morning Show, so and had strange. a very that's weird... an Apple Plus show too. It is an Apple we were Plus. Just talking about Apple Plus, yeah. Yeah, uh, Apple. T- TV Apple Plus. TV Plus, yeah. Right. And then had a very, I don't know if it was awkward or touching moment backstage with ex-husband Brad Pitt. I don't know what was that was all it about, looked, although I saw the picture touching. a bunch. Yeah. Was it touching? It looked touching, but people need to relax. <laughs> people need to go for a walk or something, please. <laughs> uh, outstanding performance by an ensemble in a drama series went to The Crown. Outstanding performance by an ensemble in a comedy series went to The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, both streaming shows. Outstanding action performance by a stunt ensemble, Game of Thrones. I won't get into all of these other things. Um, but uh, tons of great performances. I love the Screen Actors Guild. <laughs> I love watching those every year because they have that ridiculous opening where people sitting at their tables turn to the camera and say, I'm an actor. I'm an actor. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for it's taking your dramatic. job very seriously. Yeah. It's a little dramatic, but so is acting, I guess. Yes. That's case in point. <laughs> I'm just glad Parasite won. I love Parasite. Yeah. And it's one of those films that very well could be a dark horse winner. Um, at the Oscars, I, I think 1917 I'm... is probably taking the lead right now for best picture. Maybe. Unless Par- something weird happens with Joker, and then I'll nah. yeah. I'll have some words to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, a couple things that I'm going to recommend that you do not need expressvpn.com slash Broadway to watch. But you um, should get it anyway. But you should get it anyway. Yeah. Um, the first one is a 10-minute video of the performance of Gavin Lee and Heidi Blickenstaff down here in Central Florida at Epcot's International Festival of the Arts. They have every winter, January and February, they have tons of performances by Disney on Broadway stars. 
and they do multiple performances. They team them up, and they are generally just great. They almost make me actually want to get a Disney, um, become an annual pass holder. I, I won't do it. I was because... gonna say, why aren't you running on down there? I can't. I just, I just can't. <laughs> um, we've already had uh, Kissy Simmons and Alton Fitzgerald White. They were in January. Heidi Blickenstaff and Gavin Lee will be here uh on and on weekends through january 25th then there's a performance uh on the 25th with simmons white blickenstaff and lee then for the last weekend of january and first two weekends in february we have the married couple of kara Lindsay and kevin massey then we in february we've also got uh, ashley brown and josh strickland but Gavin Lee and Heidi Blickenstaff this video is phenomenal I love love I love them both but I love Heidi Blickenstaff it should be in everything really really should uh and uh uh, got a lot of Mary Poppins got some some Ursula got some other stuff in there so definitely recommend watching that excellent and and then the final one comes to us from Washington DC's signature theater and their upcoming world premiere production of the new musical Gun and Powder, featuring a book and lyrics by Angelica Cherry and music by Ross Baum. And this is a musical performance just in front of like mics. It's not from the show itself, but it features the show's two stars, Soleil Pfeiffer and Emmy Raver Lampman, singing the song Freedom. It's very good. It took me a minute to get into it. It was a little uh cliche i thought in the first like 30 seconds but then when it like mm. the real song started kicking in i was like oh okay this is good i can bop to this um <laughs> the show is uh currently Shoot scheduled to run Janu- yeah there you go i've got drip um the show is currently <laughs> oh, scheduled to run from january 28th through february 23rd and is directed by the wonderful robert o'hara um and uh, check out the video if you're in washington dc i i think that this has a life if it goes well there um, in D.C. elsewhere. I was talking with our friend Deb Schrager, who was at a special presesentation yes, uh, beforehand. Yes, yes. And it's um, it seems like it has some legs. And I've expressed my um, my love for Soleil Pfeiffer before uh, after be seeing her and Evita. Yeah. And uh, I know she's got Almost Famous, which is looking to come to Broadway. So I don't yes, know what the, yes, the life yes. for this will look like immediately afterwards. But... Um, this looks like it's it's pretty promising, Ashley. You know, between that and next to normal, I'm really upset I couldn't make DC happen this time. It's tough. There's a lot there. I mean, it's uh, uh, not I an easy train ride. Hate, I hate DC. <laughs> so you know something is serious when I actually want to go to DC. Hey, good theater will make you go anywhere. It's so true. So yeah. true. All right, that is all that we have for you today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Video. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at no, this is Ashley. All right, head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio if you want to join that family as we start revving things up. Also, if you need a VPN provider for all of your travels around the world or here in and the United you States. Do. And you so do, do so badly. Go to expressvpn.com slash broadway. Thanks for spending some time with us on Tuesday. James and I will be with you tomorrow as, Ashley, I believe you're going to be going to see the penultimate edition of Tuesdays at 54 with Robbie Rizal. I will be as long as the MTA doesn't, like, have another water break <laughs> as they seem to keep having. <laughs> yeah, not like they're going into labor. but like, They are. They're going break. into labor. Yeah. Okay. It is a, a labor. MTA to babies all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> 